his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. America faces a choice. This is Battleground America. Here's Tara Servatius. In the final months of the Obama administration, our government rolled tanks, military personnel, up to the Russian border and parked them there, in large part in retaliation for their election interference, their attack on our election and our democracy, for their attempted coup. Trump would take office after that, and under the pressure of the speculation that Trump was, of course, a Russian dupe, he never removed them. This week, we learned for sure, conclusively, it was all a lie. News reports from multiple sources, including the liberal Columbia Journalism Review, bashed the New York Times, the Washington Post, the mainstream media for buying the FBI's lies, forgetting every aspect of the Russia collusion story, Ted wrong. I'll let Paul Sperry sum it up. He's an investigative reporter. Here's what he tweeted, because it's what we learned this week. Surely but slowly, the American public is learning that virtually everything it was told about Russia collusion, Russian interference, Russian bots, Russian disinformation was itself disinformation, an influence operation orchestrated by Democrats, the media they control. I'd add by the intelligence agencies, too. Who knew this? Well, the Russians. They knew there were no bots, no influence operation, no meddling in the election, no hacking. And yet we rolled tanks up to their border and parked them there. Can you understand now the furor, the absolute obsession of the Russians to take Ukraine? Their desperation for a buffer between us and them. Our intelligence state paints Putin as some kind of lunatic who went insane in some sort of bizarre age-induced rage protecting his border from any further intrusion by us. But every day that passes... Putin looks more sane. Any country that would accuse Russia, a nuclear-armed nation, of a coup to overthrow its government, of interfering in its election, that's practically an act of war. When you use those lies, and Russia would have known they were lies, to roll your tanks right up to Russia's border. You can understand the furor with which they fight in Ukraine. The fact that they won't give up. They're rightly terrified of us. Because we are insane. This was the week the Columbia Journalism Review published a four-part series admitting that almost all of it was a lie, even though Pulitzers were won by the Washington Post and the New York Times for the reporting on the Russian dossier, fake, Russian influence, fake, and the scourge of Russian bots. The Russian bot story alone is fascinating because there weren't any. 
That's right. We were told Russian bots active on Facebook, Twitter, and Google, generating lies about the poor Democrats trying to steal our election. Thousands of stories were generated using something called Hamilton 68. It was a dashboard you could put any topic in and see how active the supposed Russian bot accounts were. And the mainstream media used it to terrify the left into the idea they might be losing their very democracy to Russia. We don't live in a democracy and we weren't losing anything to Russia. Those accounts that Hamilton 68 monitored were actually conservatives. There weren't any Russians among them at all except for 37 accounts that originated with RT, the Times of Russia. But they weren't exactly bots. These were actual reporters at Russia Times. They weren't trying to confuse anyone. They broadcast their stories under the name Times of Russia. So you could decide if you wanted to believe the source or not. They were very open about who they were. This wasn't an influence operation. In fact, the most shocking thing to me about the Twitter files was a pressure put by the FBI on Twitter to come up with some, any, anywhere, any kind of Russian bot, any kind of influence. And the outrage of Yul Roth at Twitter, the chief censor, who's a Democrat, not one of us, when he discovered there were no Russian bots. They couldn't find any. It was just some conservative accounts that Hamilton 68 had latched onto. And where did this hose job come from? The FBI, the CIA, and the NSA all used former employees to found Hamilton 68 and to hose an entire nation that they were under virtual attack by the Russians to create a dashboard based on lies because that dashboard was based on observing 644 Twitter accounts ostensibly to um, you know, follow them because they were Russian bots and see what they were trying to confuse people about. They weren't. They were just conservatives, including David Horowitz, Do not underestimate the dramatic effect of these grotesque and all-encompassing lies, not just on the American public, but on Russia. This is why they are so desperate to defend their borders, to make sure we can't surround them. This is why they need Ukraine. To them, hearing all this and knowing it was a lie, this is an existential battle for survival on the part of the Russians. And it was caused by the unbelievable lies of the intel community. But wait, we're just getting started. Because yesterday, something incredible happened. Hunter Biden admitted the laptop was his. Oops. Yeah. Before he had said he wasn't really sure if it was his. It was, you know, confused. He couldn't remember. Was that your laptop? For real, I don't know. I know, but, but you know that's... Is, this I is really a, don't know okay. if the answer is. That's you don't know yes answer. or no if the laptop was yours. I don't have any yours. idea. I have no idea. So could have been yours. Of course, certainly. It, 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 there could be a laptop out there that was stolen from me. There could be that I was hacked. It could be that it was, the, that it was Russian intelligence. It could be that it was stolen from me. And based on the word of one crackhead, that the laptop yeah, might not be his, might be Russian disinformation... The internet itself was weaponized by our intel agencies against anyone questioning Hunter, anyone questioning Russian involvement. If America had royalty, Hunter Biden would be the crown prince and our government would behave exactly as they did when anyone questioned him. Thanks to Twitter files, we know this shocking fact. The FBI dedicated 80 agents in an election interference unit full time round the clock 24-7 in the 2020 election 
to combat Russian disinformation, the heads of the FBI knew didn't exist. Russian influence, the heads of the FBI knew didn't exist. So what were these 80 agents doing full time? According to Twitter Files 14, they were sitting there in headquarters, round the clock, scouring Twitter rules of engagement, Facebook community rules, looking for any violation, any way to remove thousands of accounts and what ultimately ended up being millions of posts about Hunter to cover up Hunter's crimes and a great delusion of Russian influence once again on the 2020 election. Never in the history of this country have so many people dedicated so much to covering up the crimes of one crackhead and his father, including what now clearly appears to be the crime of selling classified information stolen from the government for money. On the word of Hunter Biden that the laptop might not be his and might be Russian disinformation, no less than a president of the United States of America, Donald Trump, was silenced. His tweets about it taken down. His son's tweets about it taken down. And in the hottest part of a presidential election, Kayleigh McEnany, his chief spokesperson, a critical part of the re-election effort, had her account taken for telling the truth, it turns out, about Hunter Biden's laptop. And one of the oldest publications in the country, founded by founding father Alexander Hamilton, the New York Post, lost its account. It could either delete what turned out to be an accurate report about Hunter Biden's laptop or have its account permanently frozen. And that, we've learned in recent weeks, was the work of the ADFBI agents who sat full-time in that headquarters, making sure anybody who tried to talk about Hunter Biden's crimes was silenced. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. How would it be any different, folks, if we had actual royalty? How would their guard act any differently than the FBI and the federal government did on behalf of Hunter Biden and Joe Biden? And never forget, the FBI wasn't confused here. Didn't just have a bias toward Hunter because Hunter claimed it wasn't his or might not be. No, they knew the laptop was real the whole time because they'd had it since December of 2019. They weren't innocent here. They weren't confused. Remember, they knew damn well it was Hunter's laptop. You know how I know? Let's rewind back to the summer of 2016 when the CIA director, John Brennan, went and met with Joe Biden and with Barack Obama to warn them that Hillary had invented the whole Russia collusion narrative. Her campaign had that the Russians had found out about it. They were pissed. This was a national security concern. John Brennan was so worried he'd be, he was a CIA director, that he would be blamed for this, that he kept notes of the meeting. And the CIA, by September of 2016, would warn the FBI that Hillary's campaign had cooked up the whole thing. So the FBI is known since the fall of 2016, before the election. It was all fake. And as the Columbia Journalism Review points out in the four-part series, there were tons of opportunities for the mainstream media to know it was all fake, too. All they had to do was listen. Even Bob Woodward, who, don't kid yourself, slung some of the worst lies 
about Russia collusion, even wrote a book about it, is doing a mea culpa this week in the UK Daily Mail saying, man, I tried to warn my colleagues at the Washington Post. It was so sad, but they just wouldn't listen to the fact that the Steele dossier was fake. Oh, my gosh. The Columbia Journalism Review piece, which says that journalism is dangerously and disastrously damaged by the sheer size, scope, and scale of this lie by using anonymous sources at the FBI, points out correctly that when all this started, the trust rating in polling for American journalists in journalism, for American journalism outlets, the mainstream ones, was about 46%. Now it's in the mid-20s. This is a disaster, they say. They've got to recover. But I don't think they have any interest in doing that. And I want you to remember, too, what it was like back then. I can remember sitting in this chair. I can remember seeing the Newsbusters story. They were, it's a conservative news site. They monitor liberal lies in fake liberal news coverage. And at, you know, at, at, at the height of this, and this went for a couple of years, at the height of this, on average, 60% of CNN's newscast um, had the Russia hoax, Russia collusion story, which we now know is fake. I want to remind you of what it sounded like during the utterly fake 2020 Tunter Biden laptop Russian disinformation version of this. It was ubiquitous. It was everywhere. And it was a lie. This is very classic uh, Russian disinformation tactic, which is to mix in things that look uh, legitimate and maybe even are legitimate with things that are fake. There are new questions about an unverified report targeting Joe Biden's son and new reporting about possible ties to a Russian disinformation effort aimed at influencing the U.S. election. Experts say the emails cannot be authenticated. Some may have been altered or are fake. We have no idea whether or not the emails are legitimate, but this whole operation looks right out of the Kremlin playbook. Hack and dump. This is uh, just classic uh, textbook uh, Soviet-Russian tradecraft at work. Uh, The Russians have analyzed the target. They understand that the president and his enablers uh, crave dirt on Vice President Biden, whether it's real or contrived, that doesn't matter to them. And so all of a sudden, two two and a half weeks before the election, uh, this laptop appears somehow. Again, never forget the extent to which this lie went. 80 FBI agents, full time, acting as the gatekeeper for the CIA, the NSA, the Department of Homeland Security, the State Department, as they submitted hundreds of thousands of accounts just to Twitter to be shut down, to be censored, to be silenced under the pretext of Russian disinformation that was never real. And never forget inside of Twitter, you'll Roth, knowing there was no Russian disinformation, knowing that despite Twitter's best efforts, they couldn't find any Russian bots because there weren't any. Russian phishing operations designed um, to get people to turn over their email addresses Uh, so that they could make money? Sure, but not from the Kremlin and not an organized influence operation. It simply didn't exist. In fact, I'm actually shocked that Russia wasn't doing more to try to influence our elections, but they weren't. Never forget the extent of this. Never forget the fact that 51 former intelligence heads, former heads of the NSA, the Department of Homeland Security, the Defense Intelligence Agency, the FBI, the CIA, deputy directors, chiefs of staff, 51 of them all signed 
a letter saying this had all the hallmarks of Russian disinformation that the Hunter Biden laptop likely wasn't Hunter's and wasn't real. The extent of the collusion here, not by Russia, but by our deep state to literally alter the reality because folks understand the left literally terrified of this. Remember the articles at the time? I mean, they were afraid and rightfully so. I mean, they felt they were living through a coup that they very well could lose control of their country to some kind of fascist Russian dictator. It was all fake. Now, for a moment, however you feel about Russia, imagine you're Putin. Imagine you're the Russian foreign ministry. Imagine that Joe Biden in December of 2021 is announcing that Ukraine will be inducted into NATO. What would that mean? We would be able to totally surround Russia with our tanks. We'd have every inch of the border covered. We are liars. We foment fake allegations of coups. Folks, you accuse another country of trying to overthrow your government. That's an act of war. And you follow that up with tanks on the border. That's an act of war. So it looks to the American people like the narrative the deep state's spinning now. Vladimir Putin's gone mad. He's in Ukraine killing people for some unknown reason. He must have gone nuts. He's getting old. It's probably dementia. Maybe it's some cancer. He's lost his mind. Maybe it's the cancer drugs. No, it's a reaction to what I just laid out. They are rightfully and correctly terrified of us. They have no idea what we're capable of. And I don't either. with Tara Servatius. Please subscribe on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Share with friends, family, and other free thinkers. Thanks for listening. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. will always be worth it. Apply today at penfed.org slash savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.